Hi, this is Kara Kading, and as part of the Milliger family, I'd love to introduce you to our new podcast. Everything we do here at Milliger's is done to enhance the lifestyle of our customers. Our products and services add beauty and enjoyment and just make life a little more rewarding. We are first and foremost growers, and one of the things we do best is to open a world of beauty to people through plants. And plants enrich our lives in so many ways, from cleaning our air to making everyone feel better. And everything else that we do or sell gradually evolved from our wanting people to feel better and enjoy life. Okay, I'm here with a really exciting podcast. Today we have on Christopher Radko with your brand new ornament line, Heartfully Yours. This is such an exciting year. I just I just can't believe it. To be able to see you at the beginning of this year in Atlanta with your brand new line. These ornaments are breathtaking. Uh-huh. I can tell, yeah, my mom and I always go to the Atlanta gift show in January. And of course, we're always looking for what's new. And we saw that you were going to be there and we made a beeline for you right away. We saw the ornaments and we're just like, oh my gosh, the return after 15 years to see Christopher Radko's design, all of the pieces. And I know you gave me a wonderful walkthrough of kind of like the highlight tour of those. That was so amazing. I was really impressed with the variety. It's of all different types of colorations and designs and you are so talented. So tell us what it feels like to be be back into it again after 15 years. It's pretty darn amazing, I must say. You know, I, if, if, if only my grandmother were alive today to see this return, it's kind of like the phoenix rising. Because, you know, I started my first collection back in, um, gosh, in 1986, which is a while ago. <laughs> and I know Milligers has been part of that for many, many decades, which truly, truly warms my heart. But, you know, then I sold my company in 2005, and I've been off to do many other things. I was a, a lavender farmer. I had, you know, lavender products. I was an event planner. I worked for Turner Movie Classics. I helped create events for the movie Hello, Dolly, the 50th anniversary with Barbara Streisand. So lots of fun adventures. I lead tours to Europe, as you know. I have a tour leading this November and December to all the Christmas markets in Germany Bavaria and Austria. So, so just, I've been doing so many fun things, but I have to say my heart has always been with Christmas ornaments and Christmas designs. So just as soon as my non-compete expired last year, I thought, well, wow, I'm going to get back into this. I love this. This is my passion. This is really what I'm meant to do. This is a way I make a difference through the ornaments that I design. I actually talk to the ornaments in the warehouse. And I say, now listen, guys and girls, your job is to bring sparkle and magic and warm memories and and happy feelings to all the homes you end up in all across America, you know, because I can't be in every home at Christmas, but part of my I'm heart sure is. I'm sure we wish you were, yes. I love that. At Milliger's here in the greenhouses, I do the same thing with the plants and I'm like, am I crazy? Like talking to these plants and like cheering them on because I know they're going to people's homes. And yes. uh, you can definitely tell that that is your passion when you have that connection with the ornaments. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think people pick that up and sometimes they'll go right to these ornaments on the Christmas tree and say, you know what? There's something special about this one. It has a vibration and aura and they sense that. And I think that's another reason why the ornaments are such great gift. You know, you can go to someone's house and, you know, bring them a bottle of wine, but the next day they're just going to have a hangover. They're not going to remember who gave them that wine. But if you give them a Christmas ornament, especially one of the ones that I've created this year, one of the Heartfully Yours ornaments, they're going to remember you every single year when they hang it on their Christmas tree. It's going to be a legacy gift. And you don't even have to wait till Christmas to give someone one of my 
apartments. You can give them on a birthday, an anniversary, housewarming gift, a bridal shower gift, a baby shower gift. There's so many occasions all through the year to give a heart full of yours ornament. And, you know, this way people can slowly build up their collections and kind of deck the halls with these creations. And then I also know that, you know, the future generations will be enjoying these on their trees. The kids, the grandkids will inherit these ornaments and they'll say, wow, my grandmother or grandfather bought this ornament in Milliger's way back when. And now we have it on our tree, you know, whatever, in the year 2050 or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's so funny that you say that because husband and I always have this tradition. We have three children and we've been doing it since they were born where they always get an ornament from. That's something that it hangs on our tree right now. But then when they move on, they have their own home, their own tree. They'll take their collection with them and they have those memories. And even now we make them, we're all together in the room decorating the tree. They're hanging their ornaments on. And they, like you said, they have those memories forever. Those are really precious. And especially with you know all the challenges of living in the world today, all the craziness, the issues, the, uh, you know, all the bad news that we can hear about. It's good to have something to counterbalance that, to bring us back home to our family, to our heart, back to center, to ground us. And I think Christmas helps do that for all of us. You know, it's a chance for us to reconnect once again and affirm our love and our connection for our friends, our family, and our neighbors and our community. So I I, I really think we're very much blessed to have the idea that the concept, the holiday of Christmas, and it's kind of a feeling I have in my heart, I know you do too, all year long. That feeling of having an open heart, of, of having an extended hand to help others, to remember that we're all connected on this planet, and ultimately we are kind of a greater family, if you will. And I think Christmas reminds us of that, and that's a good counterbalance to all the wackiness in the news, kind of getting back to home, to the core values that mean so much to us, to our heart. That's why my collection is called heartfully yours. I love it's that. heart connections. That's what I do. I mean, I could do millions of other things with my life, you know, in this act three of my life, but I choose to make the ornaments that are a vehicle for connecting us through the heart memories that they contain. Well, I can tell you, they definitely bring so much joy. When my mom and I came, you know, in Atlanta to pick them out, we're like, well, we'll just be selective. We'll pick some and we'll see how it goes. As we went through, we're like, we need this one, we need this one, we need this one, because they're all so different. I mean, there was just a lot of variety there. I think they're very fairly priced, so they are very easy to give as a gift. I think that was phenomenal. And it's interesting to see, you know, you've been shipping to Milligers and the response, of course, we're selling them. We've already placed a reorder on them. Nick, our internet specialist, kind of put together a list for me of some of the most popular ones here at Milligers. And as I'm looking at the list, there's so much variety here. There's Santas and there's Reflectors, Milbourne Rose, Harmony, Wexford Carol, the Golden Rambler, Woodsong Crystal, Sugar Day, the little gingerbread guy. He's adorable. That Lismore Drop. I mean, you can see the variety. The Small World After All, the little Eskimos. They're so cute. Berkshire Eve. I mean, these are just, as I said, as I look at them, the variety is incredible. And the response has been so strong. And as I did at the very beginning, when I started my company back in 1985-86, I was very much and still am very much inspired by the ornaments I grew up with. So a lot of my designs come from my memory of ornaments as a child, that ornaments that belonged to my grandmother or came from that generation, ornaments that were made in the early 1900s or in the 19-teens or 1920s. That's very much where my design ethos is, you know, kind of recreating and bringing back the designs from the old country and 
in the old world. All my ornaments were just made in Europe. I don't make anything in China. Everything is handmade in Europe. In fact, each ornament takes seven days to make it, and it takes the human breath to breathe life into every single ornament. That's how intimate and personal this craftsmanship is. But their main countries, such as Poland and Italy and Germany and the Czech Republic, and now even the Ukraine, as you know, I'm importing ornaments from the Western Ukraine to support those glass-blown families as well. But these are all mom and pop families. Most of them have maybe 15, 20 people, and that's it for the whole company. And they work out of their barn or their garage, some out of their kitchen. And it's just amazing. I mean, this is how they made them a century or more ago. And the thought that these are still being made in Europe that way is pretty amazing because, I mean, it is way, way after that time period, you know, not the 19th or even the 20th century anymore, but they're still being made by hand. And each country has its own character. Like, for instance, the ornaments I have made in Germany, those are made in antique molds. The birds, you know, some of the Santas and snowmen, those are made in molds that come from the 1880s and 1890s. And of course, the Italian ornaments, which will be coming really soon to your store, those are made by an Italian family and everything is handmade, the arms, the legs, the hat, and then they decorate them with chenille for the fur collar or the pom-pom. Very, very much a handmade process by one family that's been making them since 1947. And the daughter of the original founder, she's about 86 now. She still works and helps to decorate. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. That's incredible. And then with the ornaments I import from the Czech Republic, those are beaded ornaments and garlands. And those are made in the same factory in the same building from 1906. In fact, I'll I'll show you one of them because I have oh, actually love to see that. Yes, it's called Zephyr Garland, and here we go. It's a train garland, and oh, so every that. single caboose and every single bead is hand blown and hand painted. What's so cool about this garland is that you can use it on a Christmas tree. But you can also use it on a wreath. You can put it on your dining room table. You can hang them in your window. You know, there are many, because it's six feet, you know, there's a lot of great uses for it. It doesn't just have to be on a Christmas tree. Well, that train garland is made in a mold from 1907. I've actually seen the original artisan drawing from 1907 in a sketchbook. So just the history of this means so, so much to me. This whole revival. Yes, that's amazing. For people who maybe who don't know your history, in the very beginning, what was your yeah. inspiration? How did you decide, yeah, let's make some ornaments? I know it's not an everyday career choice, let's <laughs> face it. And there certainly are no books, you know, in Barnes and Noble about how to make ornaments. Right. Well, you know, it, it started really with my childhood love for Christmas. As a little boy, I remember ducking underneath the long bottom branches of a Christmas tree and kind of looking up at the tree with all the blinking lights and stars and comets and the Santas and the spaceship ornaments, because I grew up in the 60s, so we had a lot to do with spaceships and Sputniks and all that. And just getting lost, it was like another dimension for me, another world. And so, of course, as I got older, I always participated in decorating the tree, helping pick out the right tree, putting the lights on, making sure the lights are just so, arranging the garlands and the tinsel. And, you know, I did that up until I was in my 20s. By then, we were buying a 12-foot tree because at our family home, we had a very high ceiling. Well, unfortunately, I made the mistake of not cleaning out the old tree stand and rushing out to the store to buy a shiny aluminum red and green newsstand. And unfortunately, the uh, leg to this flimsy tree stand buckled. The whole tree crashed over. We lost, you know, about 90% of these wonderful old glass family heirlooms. And my grandmother, who was still living, she came into the living room. She said, what happened? I heard the crash. 
oh no, all the ornaments are shattered. Christopher, you have ruined Christmas forever now. And I've, oh my gosh, you know, forever is a very, very long time to ruin Christmas. And I felt so guilty and so bad. So I quickly ran to all the local department stores in New York, but nobody was making glass ornaments anymore. This is like in the early to mid eighties. Everything was plastic or styrofoam, you know, who knows, made in Hong Kong or wherever. And so that was a really sad Christmas. But the following spring, I set sail to Europe. I met up with a cousin who told me how she had gotten a letter from my grandmother about how I ruined Christmas forever. Oh, man. Oh. I don't, and she said, listen, Christopher, don't worry. We still have glass Christmas ornaments. If you want, I'll send you a care package in November. And I said, look, I know it's only Easter time in April, but can we go get some right now? So so she introduced me to a glass blower friend of hers, and he offered to make me some ornaments based on designs that I remembered as a child. And when I brought home those ornaments to New York, all my friends said, where'd you get these gorgeous glass ornaments? They're just like the ones my grandmother used to have. And so I thought, gee, maybe as a hobby, I could start selling Christmas ornaments on my lunch hour. I did. I created a little collection of the ornaments and literally cold called to stores in Midtown Manhattan, like really good stores like Bendel's and Bergdorf Goodman and Royal Copenhagen. I mean, they were like really top stores, but they all loved the glass ornaments. And I sold a lot the first year and a lot more the next year. And I realized this could become a full-time, you know, company for me. So that's what I launched back in 1986. And, you know, I've been really spreading Christmas joy and glitter and love. So how many, 40 years? Just about 40 years. <laughs> Almost 40 years. So of course, people don't realize this, but I'm 97 and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I moisturize with yeah, my lavender. that lavender oil, yes. <laughs> and of course, I wear the Santa hat a lot. You know, I always wear it, you know, so, so that kind of, you know, keeps the spirit alive in my heart. But that's how I started making it. It was really to make up for the guilt of having caused the tree to fall over. But I found that I had a knack for it. The designs just keep coming in. They never, ever stop coming. It's like composing music. I always get a new idea. Sometimes when I go to sleep, I, I have like a little notepad and I'll do some sketches or jot down some concepts. And as I was sharing with you when we started speaking for next year, I'm already working on the 2023 collection. And it's going to be not just Christmas, but many other holidays as well. We'll have Valentine's, St. Patrick's, and Easter, and bridal shower, and baby birth, 4th of July, and Halloween, and Thanksgiving, and Hanukkah, and New Year's. We're going to have like ornaments for all occasions and all holidays. So I'm very excited about next year, too. I can't wait. I just can't wait to get all the same. <laughs> I can see you're kind of like bouncing in your chair, like, I can't wait. <laughs> Very exciting for me. These are like new kids that come on stage yeah. to do their song and dance. You know, they get to perform, they get to be breathed into life. And again, I, I do this knowing it's kind of like this article of faith for me because I know that these ornaments will truly make a difference to the hearts of so many families, really across the world, you know, as I start to sell in other countries as well. And you may already be getting orders for other countries from other countries via mail order. So that sustains me. I mean, having a new business is not easy. There are a lot of bumps or a lot of hiccups, and it's just natural when you launch a new business. But what sustains me is knowing that the ornaments are so beautiful 
they're made with such care and consideration and love in Europe and that they'll make a difference to so many families come this Christmas. That is phenomenal. I'm wondering, you know, how do you feel? You know, this has been 15 years you're returning and such a strong response, the warmth and love and support from your loyal, you know, friends, family collectors. How does that feel? It's humbling and sometimes wonderfully overwhelming because I didn't know. I've been gone for 15 years. I've been doing many other things, fun things, but not Christmas related. So to have an opportunity to do this again and, and to do it even better and with more heart than I ever did before is a good and happy responsibility. In many cases, it's like seeing old friends again when I see collectors that I've known from the past or buyers in stores that had carried my previous collection. So it's like seeing old friends to that in an extended family, a Christmas tribe. I'm realizing that this is real. I'm part of a, of a global Christmas tribe. And <laughs> So that feels good. I feel I feel like I'm accomplishing something in my own way. I feel like I'm making a difference. And that is heartening for me, very heartening. Well, it's been so fun to follow you on Facebook and Instagram. And you can see your passion, not only for your ornaments, but really your zest for life. You have done so much. And it's interesting. You want to tell people maybe a little bit more about, yes, the ornaments, but what else fuels you or inspires you? I see a lot of gardening and botanical. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Well, and you're right. I mean, you know, unlike back in the 80s, there's a lot of social media now. So I, of course, have a Heartfully Yours Facebook page and a Heartfully Yours Instagram page, which is Heartfully Yours underscore Christmas. Heartfully yours underscore Christmas. And so I share what I do every day on that. But I love gardening. I love being connected to nature. I grew up as a kid in the Bronx and my mom, you know, taught me about planting seeds and we would put them in the window and I would watch them grow. So I, I remember that very much. It really imprinted on me. We used to go to the Bronx Botanical Garden, which is like a little oasis of green in a cement jungle. I love gardening. I'm passionate about it. I love traveling to gardens in other countries like England or tropical gardens to see how they grow tropical flowers. I love architecture. I also love writing. So I'm working on my memoir right now. And that's, you know, going to be coming out probably next year, maybe the year after we'll see. But I'm excited about that. I love writing. I love writing about Christmas. I hope to write more books about Christmas. I love Christmas music as well. And one of my plans, one of my concepts is to do a Christmas channel for Sirius Radio. Oh, I love it. And so I'm in talks with them right now about that because, you know, they have the Hallmark Channel and this channel, the Country Western Christmas. Well, you know, I think it's time for mine <laughs> to be on as well because I have over 500 vinyl records just for Christmas collect them all my life and scores of CDs. So I love Christmas music. I also love exploring the origins of Christmas. So I'm working on a TV show where we go to different places that are famous for Christmas. Like what is Christmas in Bethlehem like? Let's go to where it all started. Let's go back to Bethlehem. Let's see the actual places. Or let's go to Germany where a lot of our customs and traditions come from. Or to England or to Poland or wherever or Italy and see how they celebrate Christmas there as well. So I have a lot of exciting plans for the next couple of seasons. That would be uh, magical. That would be incredible. It's just fun. I mean, I want to share everything I love about Christmas, Christmas food, Christmas recipes. You know, each country has their own flavors and, and recipes for Christmas. The Italian Christmas meal is different than the German or the Polish or the French one or the English one. So how funny it would be great to, you know, to share the menus and the recipes and how to make a Christmas meal from England or from Poland or from Germany. I just, 
I love that. It's just many ways to celebrate. And you know what it's all really about? It's about connecting us. It's connecting us to our roots, our traditions from Europe or wherever they come from, and also connecting each other in the home, whether it's around the dining room table or around the Christmas tree. It's all about connecting people. I think at the heart or the core of Christmas, the message is about connecting with each other, not separating, but connecting right. to each other. We, we need that more than ever now, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, you do that with the nursery and everything you offer there. The plants, the flowers, the trees, you bring beauty to the world. You help people bring beauty to their gardens. So that when they look out the window, they say, wow, you know, I live in a beautiful world. I have some beautiful plants to remind me that there is beauty in the world. Again, to contrast, you know, from whatever negative headlines might be in the paper that morning, you look out and you see your beautiful trees and flowers and say, wow, but here are some other things that count too. There's beauty in the world. You know, spiritually speaking, it's like the hand of God expressing in nature. And I think we need that in oh, material yeah. ways. I think, that's, I think that's what we both do. You definitely bring magic to Christmas. It's been such a refreshing year. We are so excited. Do you have any, fa oh good, I was just going to ask, do you have any favorites or any nearby that you can tell us a little bit about? That's the Wexford Carol, right? You know your names. I'm happy, happy, happy. Well, you know, Santa doesn't always have to be red. He can be purple as well. This is a Gordon. Now, here's my hang tag, by the way. That's how you know it's a heart fully yours. Or yours. Me. I love it. And then on the back, it has the meet the artist little section. So that has my picture. And then there's a QR code. So you can see my little video, you know, wow. the welcome video. But anyway, I love this guy. Look how richly decorated he's on, decorated, you know, on the back as well as on the front. He's just all sparkly and magical, very old world. Like he could be from the 1800s. He's just so, so gorgeous. He's made in Poland. He's about seven and a half inches tall. I love Wexford Carroll. Another Santa I love is Pink Perfection. He's got a little snow globe with the Christmas tree. He's got a beautiful face. I hope you can sort yes, of see yeah, him. Yeah, we can see him. He's fabulous. With that shaded pink and little holly leaves at the bottom and the little candy stripe below the snow globe. He's beautiful. Pink perfection. Then I love Ginger Chalet. This one here, everyone loves mm -hmm. that one. I think I'm going to make him into a cookie jar one day because he's just so, so gorgeous. Look at that with the roof and all the icing on top and again it's decorated fully on both sides the ginger chalet this is also made in poland about seven inches tall now of course we do have some fundraiser ornaments this one is called sunshine and hope it's made on the december 24th mold which is a very popular santa this year but this is to raise money for ukraine so it's got the sunflowers all the way around but he's also got a gorgeous 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 face on that one a little teddy bear and then sweet sparkler a really cute one He's saying, take me home. <laughs> and yeah. so he's a little gingerbread snowman with his platter full of candies and, and cake. And he's, of course, fully decorated on the back. And he's got this wonderful little snow cone on the very bottom. So these are just a few of them. When you see them in person, it's like, wow, I had no idea. Because, yeah, you can look at them in a magazine or on paper, and, but the photo never really does it justice. That's why when you see them, like when people come to your shop, they'll say, oh, wow, Kara, these are like even better than I expected. And that's the feedback I'm getting. You know, there are a lot of Heartfully Yours related Facebook pages. There's one that I run and then all the other ones are run by fans. They're all, all the collectors are like, wow, as good as they looked photographed during the 
catalog, they look 10 times better, 20 times better in real life. When you see the intricate details, the eyelashes, the blush on the cheeks, all the little dots and, and icing and flowers and everything, there's just so much beauty. You kind of think, well, gee, how long would it take to paint one of these ornaments? And, you know, and I just, it takes a whole week. And people, you know, they're very dedicated to making these. They're not made by machines. That's, that's so cool. The energy of each artisan is in every single one. When you think, when you go back from the care and love that you share in your store to bringing these to your customers, then, you know, to getting them from Europe and then the glass blowers, the people that silver the inside of the ornaments, the people that apply the lacquers and all the paint and all the glitter. It's many, many hands that make one of these ornaments. It's just amazing. I'm in awe that this can still happen today. And, you know, as long as I'm around, I'm going to continue to share them with you and all the fans here in the States. We are so thankful for that. And I just love, you know, when you show the ornament, but what it makes such a perfect gift because you have everything there for someone who may not be a collector yet or not know. You have Meet the Artist. You have that QR code where they can watch a video on it. I mean, that is genius. Thank I love you. it. You know, I mean, I just, you just don't see that. That's incredible. So that makes that gift just even more extra special because then they can learn about it and start to develop their own collection. I genuinely care deeply about the people that, that buy my ornaments. They are my brothers and sisters everywhere that and we're all kind of part of this fun Christmas tribe we're all celebrating together on December 25th and it's a way of uniting and that's special and I'm so excited that the ornaments are, are a vehicle for doing that if my grandmother as I said earlier if she only knew that when the tree fell over so much good would come from it and it has and I mean you know that was back in whatever 1984 now we're in 2022 so a long time has passed but I still love it I'm passionate about it. And, you know, I can't wait to see you at the January gift show because yeah. there's going to be lots of amazing new designs for 2023. I can't even imagine. I mean, do you just dream in ornaments? The ideas just keep coming all the time or? True. I mean, I sit at the beach or wherever, I'm at the lake and it's like, okay, I got to quickly just got this down because this idea just came to my mind. They just come in. It's sort of like unannounced. They're like, oh, here's a new idea. And sometimes I'm brushing my teeth and, oh, there's another idea. But I also invite people to share their ideas. So if they go on my Facebook page, they say, well, you know, have you ever thought about a snowman chef? My mom is a chef or my dad is a chef. Or have you ever thought of a fireman ornament? Because my uncle is a fireman. So I love recommendations as well. People should not be shy. You know, if you have special requests for a theme or an idea or a thought. And when I start hearing the same requests, you know, several times, like, okay, absolutely. I'd love to create something like that as well. So it's a combination of ideas volunteering themselves in my mind and my subconscious. And also, you know, a store might say, how about if you do a special recoloration for us? Or how about if you create a new mold that is just for our store? I'm more than happy to do that. But that would be more unique to your customers, your collectors. So we work both ways, you know, the new ideas that kind of volunteer in my subconscious and also requests from collectors and customers across the country. I'm so excited. Well, I really appreciate you taking this time to give us a little bit more behind the scenes, the history, the energy of everything that's new and exciting. I can't wait for the many more years to come of your talent and just blessing the world with these beautiful ornaments. It's definitely made a difference in so many people's lives. Appreciate you saying that. And I thought I would add just one more thing. Personally, also use my ornaments as fundraising ornaments. So there are four causes that at the end of the year, I donate to four special categories using the 
you know, the profits that I am able to get from the ornaments. And the four causes, now that's separate from the Ukrainian ornaments. So I do import from the U Ukraine. We actually have beautiful ornaments, the summer collections made in the Ukraine. You'll be getting those soon. And I raise money through some of the Ukrainian ornaments. But my core ornaments help to support causes like food shortage. I remember during the pandemic, even in my neighborhood, I would see long lines at the food pantry. So I know there are a lot of families that still can't really put a square meal on their table. So I support food shortage. I also support AIDS research research because my very first sales rep, Jimmy Odom, who taught me how to sell, he passed away from it in 1998, something like that, or a few years earlier. And, and so in his memory, I, I still support that cause. Also breast cancer. Unfortunately, I lost my sister about 10 years ago to breast cancer. It's it, it hasn't been cured yet. You know, it's still a very, very important issue that affects so many families and so many women. So, so I really care about supporting breast cancer. And then lastly, heart disease but especially women's heart disease. My mom died of heart disease. And what I discovered is that the cardiologists know a lot about men's hearts. Most of the medical books are only written about men's hearts. They're not necessarily, they don't have enough research. They haven't done all the due diligence to study how women's hearts react to medicines and stressors and things like that. So I really support all the causes that help to put an end to women's heart disease because it's, it's a cause that I think is underserved. So, so those are the four areas that are extraordinarily near and dear to my heart and that I personally support. So I just want to share that with people yes. because for me, it's, it includes the joy and the connectivity of Christmas, but also materially, I'm grateful that I'm in a position to be able to use funds from the ornaments to support those causes. This way, when I go to sleep each night, I know those ornaments went that extra mile for me. Yes, and that's so powerful that you not only bless our lives and our Christmas trees, but able to give back and have such a big impact on the world, really. There's a lot more good yet to come. I'm just starting, so I'm raring to go. I have at least 30 more years left in yes. me. Yes, well, I can for, definitely see that. For many more years. <laughs> Well, we love it. You are so talented and ornaments are amazing. Heartfully yours. You can see them online on our Milliger's website. They're in the store. We'd love to have you come sometime, Christopher, if you ever want to come back to Milliger's. It's been, oh, uh, been a few years. I would have a blast. That's for sure. I always find that you're sort of in the heartland. You know, I live in New York, right? And I always find that the heartland, I can always count on the heartland to support Christmas in a big way. And so I feel extra loved <laughs> when I come to visit you know plus you all have great ice cream <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, do. so for the kid and me that's a that's a blast too but I love seeing all the smiling faces so we, we got to see what we can do you know to make that happen because that that would be that would be fun I think for all of us yeah it'd be great to see you again so well thank you again you have a wonderful I mean the Facebook the Instagram the website or the URL for that is Heartfully yours underscore Christmas. Is that right? That's for the Instagram oh, page. Instagram. Okay. Heartfully yours underscore Christmas. Okay. And then the website for Heartfully Yours is just heartfullyyours.com. And then we have a Heartfully Yours Facebook page as well. And you know, we just we just share the love. We love to hear from collectors. We love to hear what they love and what they would like to see more of and new designs that maybe they would like us to try and make. You know, like some people might want a Scotty dog. You know, so I got that request recently. So I'm gonna create a Scotty Scotty dog, you know. So I mean, people have these kind of more narrow requests, but still could be lots of fun. So yeah, really, really the best is yet to come. I'm very excited. And in advance, my heart and for my home and for my family, I'm wishing you all a very merry, happy, peaceful and joyful and sparkly Christmas. <laughs> so good. So good to see you again, too. Thank you so much. Thanks.
We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on all the latest information and happenings here at Milligers. You can find out more details about our events on our website at milligers.com. We would love to hear from you. Send us your suggested topics and questions to me at gardengirl at milligers.com. Thanks again for listening and just keep growing.